Yeah. So we joined okay. that like three, four years ago, something like that, which is quite amazing. It's like, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how his agent managed to sort of, you know, work out that that was a gig that he should be considered for. But uh, who knows? Yeah, yeah. People have lunch yeah. with people and then all of a sudden these collaborations happen, right? This is Trainer Talk, the podcast, brought to you by Sharon Gaskin of the Trainers Training Company and me, Jeanette Tessier of the Get That Gang. In our weekly show, we cover news and views from our businesses, along with a top-of-mind topic. Of course, it wouldn't be Trainer Talk, the podcast, without the Dog Walking Digest, and every now and again, we invite a guest along to share their experience and expertise. After 90 episodes of Just Audio, we're now on YouTube as well. So feel free to catch up there. Just search for the Trainers Training Company or the Get That Gang, or download us on audio only through your favourite podcast streamer. So why not sit back with a cuppa? Make that journey or chore go a little bit quicker with our weekly inspiration for developing your training business. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Trainer Talk, the podcast, and we're at episode number 111, treble ones. For people who like numerology, that's an important number, but for the rest of us, it's just 111. Sharon, how are you? How are you doing? How was your week? How was your weekend? Tell us everything. I'm good, thank you. My week was uh, good. Um, you know, been uh, been watching a bit of football, bizarrely. You get drawn into it, don't you? Mm-hmm. You know, because, of course, I've realised that uh, I now have dual nationality. <laughs> <laughs> you just decided that, right? Yeah? I decided it, yes. Okay. I decided right. it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, my son is not very impressed by this latest development um, because I've been messaging him and going, oh, you know, like, it's, God, it's a great match on Friday, on whenever it was. Yeah, last yeah. week when they yeah. were playing turkey oh it was amazing you know it's great they were you know and he was like well why are you supporting wales i'm like well because i've got dual nationality and i'll support england as well mm-hmm. it's great mm-hmm. and he went mom that's not how football works <laughs> <laughs> oh dear so, it's in my world <laughs> Oh dear! In in much the same way as you support Nadal or anybody that's uh, playing against Djokovic, right? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it works in your world. Quite right too. Quite right too. Good for you. So it's been the, it's been a bit of a bit of fun, you know. Uh, obviously, you know. Uh, now uh, my my team is through. One of my teams is through to the last sixties. <laughs> Oh, my other team to play on Tuesday. So it's great. Indeed. Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> so is it uh, is football something that you sort of get drawn into for things like the Euros or the World Championships? But at absolutely, any other yeah. time of the year, it's kind of you can leave it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I used to be a big football fan. Did actually. you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was always really, really into football until and then I went off it a bit a few years ago um, because of all the you know all the divas on the pitch and all the money and it, just everything it just seemed you know just mm-hmm. got a bit disillusioned with it really yeah um so I, I don't really I don't really take much notice of you know the premierships premiership and stuff like that but you know but something like the Euros yeah you find yourself getting strangely sort of drawn into it when you sit down oh. and realizing you're watching uh <laughs> you know 
Brabus against Hungary. Uh-huh. <laughs> to a certain extent, though, you don't get a lot of choice because it is, you know, it's on every single day uh, at the moment. Yeah. Although I have to say, one of the revelations for me, and I'm sure lots of people um, have known this for a long time, uh, is Peter Crouch as a presenter, a TV presenter. Oh, and a, God, have you seen his show? <laughs> He's really good, much better than I thought he would be. It's just like, yeah. oh yeah, get an ex-footballer to do whatever. Um, yeah. But uh, he's he's quite funny about Apparently it. As he's well. got a really good podcast, actually. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I haven't heard the podcast, but I have yeah. heard that he's got a really good one. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, yeah. My, yeah. I, I don't know that I like football enough to check that out. But at the same time, it's like, oh yeah. no, good on him. That's really cool. Really cool. In much the same way that you know, I mean, uh, uh, anybody that's had a high profile for something sporting, it's like what do they do after they've retired and and some of them yeah. go on to have successful careers doing other stuff i mean obviously gary lineker has stayed within the football realm as has peter crouch uh, and lots yeah. of other players as well who are all the pundits but then you get people yeah. like dion dublin who's gone on to house renovation shows hasn't he or was it oh, um, he? Oh, uh, right. what's it home, homes under the hammer that's oh, the one is he on that? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So we joined that no, like three, four years ago, something like that, which is quite amazing. It's like, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how his agent managed to sort of, you know, work out that that was a gig that he should be considered for. But uh, who knows? Yeah, yeah. People have lunch yeah. with people and then all of a sudden these collaborations happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Interesting stuff. So, yeah. So that's all uh, That's all been going on. It's uh, been a bit of fun. Uh, I've had a shifting my routine um because my i've been doing uh, my gym in the morning as opposed yeah. to the afternoon which uh has been driven by my trainer ian who's study for whatever reasons he's you know <laughs> he just wants to do mornings now yeah um, so initially i was kind of like oh this is going to be such a pain how am i going to fit this in and and uh, but with a bit of uh, wiggling around in my diary uh, i've managed to do it and do you know what I really like it (laughs) she's converted folks converted to the morning gym routine absolutely I have to say if I if I for whatever reason don't get to do my morning one and I think oh it's all right I'll go to a session later in the day rarely happens because other stuff takes over and like you were saying before we started recording it can take out a whole chunk of your time can't it it? yeah 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 yeah, it really does so I'm finding I'm actually finding it so I pitched up uh you know for our pre-podcast chat uh you know saying i've already been to the gym this morning <laughs> <laughs> yay we now hashtag smug, smug face together because <laughs> yeah, normally on a monday i'm going oh i'm gonna go this afternoon yeah so, exactly so, yeah. oh so good. that's really good uh we've had the palaver this week of uh, ryan um is coming home on sunday mm-hmm. So we've had the palaver of you know, finding out what the rules are about quarantine again, because obviously we did all this at Christmas, but they changed mm-hmm. and whatnot. And how God knows how many tests you have to take and when yeah. you take them. And then, he, <laughs> then he had some issue about about the test he was taking in America. Like, oh, is this test OK? And I, and I said, well, is it the same test that you took at Christmas? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm sure it will be. Uh, but then he was a bit stressed about that so I had to go through and and then Amy of course got involved and then started like throwing in all these different types of tests and data and percentages and and all this sort of stuff which he thought she was trying to be helpful but it got to the point I just said so can he come is that test all right or not you know just like and that's all I want to know just an answer yeah (laughs) 
so so yes so yes we've got that sorted out but good and then we've got the testing kits because you have to walk 172 pounds you've got to pay wow for these official testing kits that come and then you have to you know do one on day two and then mm-hmm. two day eight or something and of course the added complication in england after five days you take the test you can come out of quarantine but not in wales of course you know (laughs) oh no god i know so yeah it's uh yeah they keep saying that they're gonna because it means one he's had it and two he's been jabbed twice now so you kind of think but the rules are the rules at the moment so we are where we are when are they next due to be updating your rules? Now, now uh, that you're dual nationality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not for a few weeks. So then they just did one last week. Oh, and okay. then just basically said. Yeah. But they've never had that here. They've never had this 21st of June day anyway. Mm. They never had that. They, it was always like, oh, we'll see. Um, yeah. Which I think actually is a better way of going about yeah. it. Because, you know, I mean, we were watching... Um, Andrew Marr uh, yesterday went out where he Andrew Marr without Andrew Marr because he wasn't there. Yeah, somebody else is doing it. But you know they kept these scientists kept coming on and they kept you just ask, asking these crazy questions, for which the only answer would ever be it depends on the data. Yes, <laughs> why keep asking that yeah. same question? It's so, true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, it's absolutely. Great. What's the point? <laughs> it's interesting though. I mean, I, I I know what you're saying about don't put a specific date on it, but that is one of those things where you have to you have to think about well, if you don't put a date on it, then doesn't it just feel like a never-ending thing? And that could be quite tough on people's morale, can't it? Whereas yeah. if there's a date, yes, there's a danger you're going to have to move the date, as we've seen in England. There's a danger you're going to have to move the date, uh, but at least it gives people sort of a focus and something to go, right, yeah. I just have to keep going until this point and all the rest of it. I mean, I think things are things are sufficiently eased that it's relatively normal for, for people. Yeah. I mean, yes, kids are back at school. Of course, there are, you know, odd pockets of having to self-isolate and all that kind of stuff. It, but for the main, people are starting to get back to some semblance of normality. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, have, being able to go out at least and, and do some stuff. So uh, mask restrictions and, and self-isolation and social distancing when you can and all the rest of it but at least it's relatively normal um so yeah. that kind of makes it a little bit easier i think yeah. for for yeah. there to be an extension on a date but uh yeah, yeah. fun time so, uh, so that's yes it's been a bit of a palaver yeah but, uh, i think uh, we've we we've got there in the end and so that that uh, that's going to be exciting yeah and, uh, definitely well considering yeah, you how know. long you had to wait last year to get to see him at christmas yeah. and even you know weeks oh before God. he came over you weren't sure you were still no. definitely going to see him so uh no, you know at exactly. least this time around it's only uh been right yeah. he's coming yeah. on this date yep fine great and uh, you know should oh. be one and what a time to come he's absolutely in his element because he knows that he'll be sat on his backside on the sofa watching the football and Wimbledon of course. you know happy days <laughs> yeah of course of course and speaking of Wimbledon sad news about Mr Nadal oh, oh, you know I always knew you see I knew he was injured you said time. he wasn't I told 100%. you yeah no and apparently because I didn't watch it I didn't know all the internets but apparently he did have the trainer on quite a lot mm. and um and although because he is who he is he would never say that that was the reason why he lost um clearly i just felt when i said 
that there was something not yeah. right even when he was winning I just felt there was something like the way he was like moving or yeah. not moving just, I don't know yeah. I had a bad feeling yeah. and so there you go there you go so it's a bit yeah yeah well, just but then I can watch it stress-free, you know, so that's kind well, of... Well, yeah, you say that, but the trouble is, if a certain player wins... Well, I, do you know what? I'm just, yeah, it's <laughs> inevitable. You know, he, yeah. he, I, I've made my peace with it because he will end up with more than anyone else yeah. because at the moment he he's not got any competition. Yeah. Who's going to challenge him? Challenge him at Wimbledon, really, mm-hmm. really? Unless he comes up against like a big server who just has one of those days and he's having an off day. Yeah, who's gonna? He's gonna challenge him. Same at US Open, unless Rafa is really back by then. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah. Oh well. Let's not end on that note. What else happened yeah, last so week? So I've, I've just made my piece with it. But anyway, <laughs> um, so. <laughs> On on the other on the other on the subject uh, that uh, segueing into this nicely, on the subject of making my peace with things, mm-hmm. um, so the house saga <laughs> has reached the crescendo of absurdity mm-hmm. this week, uh, which I won't go into all the internet. <laughs> Suffice to say that we it's feeling like we are the unluckiest house sellers in Swansea. Even our estate agent, when she rang us for the umpteenth time, <laughs> and 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 she prefaces her her the start of a conversation with. <sighs> <laughs> it's not exactly inspiring, is it? <laughs> and then she goes into what she has to tell us, mm-hmm. uh, followed by. Uh, so the opening gambit was deep sigh, followed by. Is there just a curse on the house that you're living in? <laughs> Great. <laughs> when even your estate agent can't put a positive spin on it, that's the time to worry. Good grief. So, so yeah, so it's it, it's all feeling like so. So basically, where I am with it, I I I've got to, you see, I those of you who know me and who listen to the podcast and all the rest of it, you know that I am a action taker and I like to take I like to change things and I don't like. You know, I don't like being in a situation where I'm not in control of anything mm-hmm. because when I'm in, if I, I like to be able to say, okay, right, okay, I don't like this, therefore I'll do that. You know, I'll do yeah, something. Exactly. But in this situation, unfortunately, because it's all dependent on other people totally, there's nothing. You can't control anything. No. Absolutely nothing. So, uh, so, so I've got to the stage now where I just thought, unless I, so I need to start shifting my thinking about this because otherwise it's just going to be my life is going to be on hold and I don't want I don't want that to happen so I made my peace with it and just thought do you know what um yeah this may or may not happen Uh, we are committed to selling the house Mm -hmm. because it's not quite right um and that's the first priority now we don't know whether you know when when we're going to move and we don't know where we're going to move to because this house that we're buying might not happen because of you know we're dependent on other people so I've just kind of made my peace with it and just thought, yeah, great. And and just see it as a as a kind of an adventure, yeah. you know, yeah. is, let's just see what happens. And uh, and then over the weekend, I was um, catching up. Remember I said I was doing um, yet yeah, another Michael Neal course, of course. Of course. Um, and I was saying about the fact that I hadn't been doing them live. Yeah. And, uh, and I caught up with 
uh, with the previous uh, few weeks courses at the weekend. And um, and one of the things that he was saying in the course was about shifting your thinking. Mm. And, you know, this business about, um, you know, we all say all the time don't we, about what you focus on grows, yeah. what you focus on grows, where you put your attention. And we're kind of taught or the woo woo, the woo woo world teaches you to do that because then, mm-hmm. you know, you, you manifest things. And all the Absolutely. Rest of it. The problem with that is if you've got a problem mm-hmm. right, in this case, my house problem and you focus on that all the time because what you focus on grows that problem because it grows that basically means that that problem gets bigger Mm -hmm. bigger. yeah and I was like oh my god yeah exactly that's the conclusion that I reached last week and therefore I decided not to do that and um, he was saying that one way that you can do is to shift your thinking when you start thinking oh it's getting bigger and and everything gets tangled up so just imagine if you like have a washing machine so you've got a washing machine and you know and it's in the cycle but you can go in there and it's going round and round but you know you can go in there and you can just press pause on it at any time and I was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) excellent exactly what I've been thinking this week that's what I've been doing Uh uh-huh massive difference because I'm not I'm not getting caught up in that thinking about the house anymore because it's like you know yeah yeah it, it, it just it, it did it, it's been getting bigger because there were so many different permutations yeah. that it was all getting tangled up like, oh what if what if this happens what that happens what will I do then what of and course. then yeah like oh no 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 completely no, don't do that. so yeah great so yeah. a complete shift in my thinking this week well done that's very good so what about work stuff any work happen yeah sorry yeah <laughs> sorry about this but, you know, i hope some of you found that useful <laughs> as a mindset technique but uh yeah work stuff um it has been again it's been a weird i know that you're mm-hmm. really really busy but for me at the moment it just feels a bit odd just gonna look quiet but, do you what well, do you think that some of that though is because you've finished two programs so more than membership and the complete trainer finished a couple of weeks ago i mean you know yeah. i say finished the complete trainer is rolling so that's ongoing but we are about to start again so it is that kind of hiatus period where we're actually in the promotion of the next round um but there's nothing to prepare and there's nothing to do i mean we've got the final catch-up meeting uh, on friday yeah. i'm doing a pop-up session on wednesday with, with a guest expert um but really it's kind of the 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 sense of putting stuff together because you've got no more slides to put together for it that or more than membership and you know it might be just yeah. the that that yeah, is because i've been really sort of you know knee deep in into that yeah Jen membership so that finished last uh, monday so we had the final catch up uh, and it yeah and it, six weeks didn't go ever so quickly you know, really quickly yeah you know this is like uh, pitching up every week doing this um but yeah but that finished and then also uh what else did i do last week so transform day because obviously we have a, we have a day mm. every month um and we spend the whole day together and that was that interestingly uh, we always do hot seats yeah. so when people bring their, bring their challenges and stuff but I did a little bit of stuff around money around money stuff because yeah. that was quite interesting and got people to kind of really dive into their stories about money and and uh, and, and and how that was impacting mm-hmm. their business um sometimes we do sometimes it is actually subconscious sometimes we don't even realize we're doing it you know absolutely uh, but we you know but you've got to uncover 
all that stuff mm-hmm. if, it, if it is impacting the business so so that was uh yeah that was that was quite an interesting day yes mm, nice very nice yeah. good 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 well, what about your week then oh, like you say busy busy still at the moment yeah. uh which you know again uh, not complaining about that in the slightest but uh, still sort of trying to juggle everything and and uh, keep on top of everything uh one thing that i have been consistent with uh and i'm going to say i've been consistent except for last week uh but i made up for on Friday. Uh, so let me explain is the book writing. So I'm up to chapter 12 now uh, of uh, Get That Course Online. So uh, my uh, self-imposed deadline of the autumn um, is uh, I'm doing okay for, for that at the moment. Uh, but um, for those of you that haven't listened um, to the recent episodes of the podcast, effectively, I have tagged on a half hour every weekday to my lunch, which is an hour Um, for half an hour for dog walk half an hour for eating which invariably turns out to be three quarters of an hour for dog walking and a quarter of an hour for eating uh, and then half an hour to to do book writing which has been working really really well for me but for various reasons last week I had to to miss a couple of sessions Um, so I I, uh, was on the train to London on Friday which I'll talk about in a bit uh, so I managed to, to, on the way back, I actually uh, did sort of an hour and a half, two hours uh, of work on it. So I've made up for anything that I'd missed for, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in addition to that, last week, uh, lots doing lots of work on e-learning stuff uh, at the moment. And this is what I love about the business model that I have is that, you know, some weeks I'm doing a lot of stuff on websites and then other weeks I'm doing a lot of stuff on online courses. And then other weeks I'm talking to people about brands or funnels or or videos or whatever it might be. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, so last week, was a bit of an e-learning uh, kind of streak uh, doing some stuff for, for people talking to other people about other things that might be coming up and all that kind of stuff so that was really good uh, recorded some more testimonial videos for you for for transform so that's yeah. very exciting uh, and just um, uh, chatting with people on that and chatting with other people about other stuff uh, that might potentially be coming up um, so chatting with uh, Angie Brown who's our guest expert yeah. this week on the, on the complete yeah. trainer um, um, and talking to a new contact that came as a referral um, from somebody and then talking to somebody else about some more stuff that might be coming up and, and just giving them some advice about, you know, uh, the proposal, the pitching process, that kind of thing, uh, which was all really cool. Uh, but the um, uh, I would say the highlight of my week uh, last week, actually two highlights, to, to be fair. Uh, but the first highlight of my week was Friday. Uh, so uh, those of you uh, listening, uh, who know the delectable Shelley Fischel, uh, so uh, Microsoft Office trainer extraordinaire, or officially the MS Office maestro, uh, who yeah. also runs tomorrow's VA, so teaching all things, training all things uh, Microsoft Office, um, but particularly at the moment has become something of a, a go-to for teams, teams Microsoft yeah. Teams, absolutely, yeah. uh, but uh, she was, uh, she lives in Israel, um, moved out there couple of years ago now uh, and was back to do the PA show which was supposed to be this week where she was doing a couple of presentations and all that kind of stuff and it geared everything up to do that so she's back over visiting with her husband um, and uh, staying at their old house with their son and daughter-in-law so when we knew the date she was coming over I said oh brilliant I'll come up to London we'll go to lunch Um, uh, or whatever and it just long story short it ended up that I went up to London and ended up going to their house or 
their son son's house which was their house because that was just the easiest thing to do but it was lovely to go up and to sit down and just have a bit of a chin wag and yeah we talked a little bit of work stuff because um you know we're we're both trainers um but we're yeah. also uh people that work together and, and collaborate on things and, and i do some stuff for shelly um uh, and she's part of my get that gang so it's you know it was lovely to catch up in in that respect and we did a um a quick video into into the group live in the afternoon uh, which was lovely and funny enough has sparked what will be our top of mind this morning won't it yeah, so yeah, yeah so i won't talk too much about that uh but uh it was it was very odd actually it wasn't until i was sitting on the train and i was thinking huh we're not actually out of eased restrictions yet and even even if we had been doing that it wouldn't have been until this monday and, you know, I've had two jabs. I've, as far as I'm aware, I've never had it. Um, but I am now getting on a train with other people and going into, you know, the, the yeah. most popular city. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I suggest this again? But actually, it was yeah, fine. Yeah. It was fine. It wasn't, the tubes weren't crowded. There were some football fans um, in the tubes on the way back, but it was actually, it was okay. Um, the worst part about it was having to sit on the tube with a mask on and also um, uh, having, having a lady flush, which was nice. That was lovely. Hot flush central. Um, but, you know, other than that, it was all good. It wasn't a problem. Um, so that was good. But on the way back, I had intended, um, I hadn't intended to, to do the writing on the book. I was supposed to do that on the way up, but ended up having to do some other stuff. Um, and uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that morning on the Friday morning, I was saying to you, I had booked myself in for the 7.30 Metafit gym class um, because I couldn't do my new normal 9.30 because I wouldn't have got back in time to get changed and, and get the train up to London. Um, so I booked myself in for the 7.30, having dropped the dog at mum's the day before because it was just like, that's just going to be easier. I can't work out the logistics if I have to also do walks for him and, and all the rest of it. Um, and can't leave him, obviously, while I'm in London all day. So I booked myself in for the Metafit. On Thursday evening, it became pretty apparent that um, I wasn't going to have enough time to do that and it would be better to postpone that or cancel it and then so I thought right I'll cancel that I'll book myself in on Saturday morning so now normally I have the weekend off from the gym it doesn't mean I don't do any exercise I just don't go to the gym to do it um, but I thought no I'll book myself in for the eight o'clock on Saturday morning it will be fine um, so that was all that got back on Friday really knackered Friday night um, I mean traveling by pub public transport yeah. or any kind of traveling I think uh, it makes me tired anyway uh, so yeah. I was tired and, and hadn't um, uh, done some of the bits that I wanted to do so then that all got pushed into Saturday morning um, and even though I didn't have um, the dog with me on Friday night that was all good uh, went to bed normal time thinking yeah I'll be up in time to to do the class at eight o'clock uh, and then when I woke up in the morning I glanced over my clock and the time said 752 and it was just it was the those few seconds of thinking right what are my choices uh, it's like flicking through all the different choices so number one is just not bother it's too late you're not going to make it uh, number mm -hmm. two was yeah, it's too late. You're not going to make it. But you could then go to the 845 session. 
So just cancel yourself off of this one, book yourself into the 845, assuming there was a place because we're still on restricted numbers uh, at yeah. the moment. Uh, or number three is run around the house like a headless chicken, <laughs> sort of brushing your teeth whilst putting your gym gear on and all this kind of stuff. Because um, uh, it only takes me two minutes to, to drive there. And this is proper driving. This isn't, you know, Fine, yeah. Yeah. You know you're screaming around the streets and, and hoping you don't knock any pedestrians over. This is, you know, at sensible yeah. driving. Only takes me two minutes to get there. Um, so I thought, do you know what? Because I was I was giving a presentation, an online presentation at eleven thirty. I still had some work that I wanted to do for that, and I thought if I push myself back, I'm not going to make up that time now. Because if I know I'm not now going till until the eight forty five one, what will happen is I won't get up and do work. I'll take my time getting up, and then all of a sudden it'll yeah. be too late, and all the rest of it, and I will I will lose that time. I know yeah. what I'm like. I know this is what will happen. Um, so I thought, no, I'm not going to do the eight forty five. I am going to get up and run around like a headless chicken, sort of teeth and, and all the rest of it, gym gear on, um, and got down there. And I got down there, and I was only like one minute late. So they were just starting the stretching because uh, we didn't know at the point of booking the instructor was still TBC. Because um, sometimes Rob, the owner, has to sort of move people around a little bit. And luckily, the instructor was Luke, uh, who always starts the warm up with stretching. Um, so it's like, great. No, that's fine. I can sort of, you know, chuck, chuck my mat down, da, 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 all the rest of it. Um, so I didn't miss out really on anything. But I managed to get that class in, which was great. Yeah. Because if I hadn't, I feel like I'd have been on the back foot for, yeah. for the rest of the day. Uh, so really happy well, with that. Thanks. So <laughs> got into that. Then I did my uh, presentation at past 11 for a little sort of online conference thing that was happening which was fab really really good uh so i got some new recruits into into the gang for that one uh and oh, uh, i was talking to them about um how to create an online course that sells itself um yeah. and uh, sort of helping them with uh, three things in particular so one avoiding the biggest mistake that online course creators make um how to create a, an online course that you know hordes of raving fans uh will want to take um and then there was a, a third one in there that i forget something else anyway something else exciting uh, about online course creation so uh, yeah so that seemed to go down really well and had time to answer questions and get that done and all the rest of it and then once that was done um what i needed to do was uh, do a bit of tidying up around the house which i normally do and would normally go up to mum's on a, on a saturday anyway um but this time the difference was i had to uh, wrap up all her birthday presents um uh, because it was her birthday yesterday so nice. on sunday so just doing all the yeah. wrapping and get that just had enough wrapping paper the, the very last one it was kind of right how can I angle it so I can make it work you know? and luckily it's quite a squishy thing so I could you know make it work um so did all of that wrote her card out got up there got the present um uh, sort of left the present there all the rest of it on Sunday morning um got the present out of my suitcase my little overnight bag but where the hell did I put the card cannot remember I don't actually remember putting it in the case in the first place. Um, so it's like, oh, well, not to worry. She's got the presents. So I'm here. You know, my brother's coming over. It's all fine. All the rest of it. But I said to her, Look, I'm sorry. I don't know where I put your card. I'm sure it's waiting for me on the side. So when I got back last night and I'm unpacking, I'm going, where the hell did I put this card? It's not in here. It's not in the office. It's not waiting on the hall in the hallway table on the hallway table. Like normally I would put stuff there to remember to take with me if I'm going out. It's not in the lounge. It's not there. Where did I put this card? Turns out it was in my case the whole time. <laughs> so, you know, so I have and, and here's the here's the evidence. <laughs> oh, dear. So uh, 
happens. Yeah, she said, she said, don't worry, you can bring it up next weekend. It's like, yeah, I know I can, but you know, it's, it's nice for you. Luckily, it's not a card that says happy birthday on the front. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, she can still have it up for, for a little bit of time, but it's just like, oh, that's just typical. That is. No, tell her, she might be listening to the podcast. No, she, <laughs> she, well, she doesn't know I found it, but uh, she'll be, she'll be fine uh, with that. But uh, yeah, it's just like, oh, come on, you know, and I put it in a really sensible place. So if I can know to put it in a really sensible place, why can't I remember to look in the really sensible place for it? And it's just as I'm looking at my overnight case going, oh, I better put it in there. I bet I put it in there. It's like, yeah, yeah, I put it in there. Great. Brilliant. All right, then. And Scam's sort of looking at me and as, as I'm sort of you know, silently swearing uh, to myself. And he's like looking at me going, what are you going on about? Her? Don't worry about it. It's fine. Not a problem. <laughs> And that brings us neatly around to, to today. So shall we talk about our top of mind topic? Yes? Yes. Yeah, Marvelous. indeed. Go for it. Marvellous. All right. So inspired by um, uh, the meetup uh, that I had with the lovely Shelley Fischl on Friday, uh, one of the things that when we did our live into my Get That Gang group, we talked about uh, the importance of working with people that you respect and also it's even better if you work with people that you actually like because it makes life so much easier doesn't it don't you think I mean I'm sure we've all had clients where you just think I would not go for a beer with you if we if we were you know out of this (laughs) out of this context I don't think I'd actually enjoy sitting down and having a conversation with you we've all had to work with people like that I would guess do you do you Mm. agree or have you always worked with people that you've liked I would say pretty much certainly in my uh corporate days when you're running training courses for, and you don't know who's going to turn up you know we've all had that haven't we oh, the, yeah. you know the the, the difficult delegates mm-hmm. you know the the cardboard cutouts the people who are just kind of like determined that they're just gonna yeah. sit there and not say anything yeah or not participate or just argue with everything that you say and uh, you know they've just they've just decided for whatever reason but uh, you know in fact I remember years and years ago this is a long time ago my first ever training course that I did on my own because remember I was just flung into this sort of situation yes. by this other person who'd said oh I'm gonna go off traveling around the world but, you know and my boss no oh, do you want to like <laughs> start running training courses Sharon <laughs> oh, yeah go on then I'll give it a go sure. you know in my 20 something self oh god I think it must have only been about 22 or something like that anyway so but I remember the first time doing it and it was some kind of sales thing I had all these sales people these sales guys on the course they were all guys blokes and the rest of it and they were being and I don't and I also think they didn't they took particularly exception to having some young you know 22 year old girl just you know standing in the front of the room and telling (laughs) Telling them what to do yeah yeah exactly you know and it was kind of and I do remember just basically leaving and just when it was the coffee break and I I can remember that training room now just just literally standing outside it like you know crying and just thinking I'm in the wrong job here I don't think I'm gonna do this why am I doing this yeah (laughs) because these horrible people we've all been there Mm -hmm. uh so yeah and I'm sure 
all of us can relate to various people that we've worked with during the years that uh, we wouldn't choose to go drink. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but certainly in my own business, um, I'm definitely a lot more, um, particularly as the business has grown and, and, and developed, and, and I've got more uh, confident about who I kind of want to work with and who I don't, don't really have that anymore. I mean, we think about it, all the people in the, in the training sort community i always say your vibe attracts your tribe yeah and that's exactly what we've got yeah in, in the community i mean they're all like really nice people that you want to hang around with aren't they you know yeah uh, it's true i i uh, think you're absolutely right with the uh, train talk communities especially when we hold the uh i mean train talk life is fantastic and it's it's been great that we've been able to keep it going virtually but there is nothing quite so special as seeing all of those people in person and it is i mean i've said this before uh that it's like going to a company do except you like everybody that's there it's kind of you know it's a really weird thing so yes yeah, so I, I guess you've been quite um uh, fortunate uh, in that respect no yeah yeah but as i say fortunate or do you create it you well know? that's do the thing a, isn't it that's the thing you know, um, i definitely i mean in, in my early days of uh, of freelancing i definitely worked with some people who and for the for the most part i liked the people that i was working with but there were people on the periphery who were a little bit more difficult for example um uh, so i can think of uh, you know, I did some work for did some work for a few charities, but one in particular, um, they had a real sort of problem person uh, in their uh, IT team, but who was also unfortunately integral to being able to get this particular project working. Um, so it was my my job to kind of bring her on board um, because uh, it was one of those quotes, one of those proposals where I said, right, this is how much to do the audit. This is how much to do the strategy. And this is how much to do the implementation. And I deliberately set the implementation at a very high price thinking, yeah, they won't do that. But if they do, I won't mind for that sort of money. And of course, they came back and said, no, we haven't got anybody or any time to do it. Can you do it for us? Like, Okay, yes, yes, I must remember that that's why I set the price that way. Um, so it's a bit of shock that A, they went for the price and, and B, that they'd asked me to do it. So, of course, then it became my job to have to kind of knit this team together to get this thing to, to work. Um, so, yeah, so that was somebody who um, I, I had to remember all my management training at that point uh, and, you know, stakeholder um, chivying and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, certainly wouldn't have been somebody that I would have chosen to go to the pub with. For sure, for sure, yeah, for sure. But yeah. I do think there is something really lovely when you have your own business and when you are um, confident about yourself and your services and what you can do and the sort of people who you like working with. And I think that's a key thing as well, yeah. is understanding who the right people are for you and not mm -hmm. expecting to be able to work with everybody and not expecting yeah. to, I mean, we're going to say it, it's the old N word. It's niching again. It's understanding <laughs> yeah. who your audience is and understanding that not, you, if you say everybody, then you're going to appeal to nobody. Um, so don't yeah. try and appeal to everybody, try and appeal to a very specific type of person. Cause then you do get to pick and choose the people that you like working with because you feel yeah. familiar with them and you can talk their yeah. language and you know, yeah. you can, you can understand their issues and their, their problems their pain points their challenges uh, because you are you're very clear about the sort of person that they are and then within that you can refine even further so if you don't get the right sort of vibe from somebody um, because you know you're very clear on what you do you, you know the value of what you do you are consistent with your marketing um, so it's not like you are desperate to take 
every single job that comes along, you can then afford to be a little bit more picky and choosy. So if you're not getting the right vibe, vibe from somebody and I've done this, you can kind of make the right noises, but at the same time, not be overly encouraging. And you can price yourself out of a job as well. For sure. For sure you can. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and it's like anything, if, if you are going to take the tactic of pricing yourself out of a job, then just make sure that whatever price you say, you're not going to resent doing it if they then turn around and go, yes, of course, I'll pay that. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so, you know, pricing yourself yeah. out of a job means proper pricing yourself out of a job. But, 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 but the point of, of all of this is that, you know, you've got to have, I think, respect for the people that you're working with um, mm. so that, uh, you know, you you do maintain that feeling of wanting to do a good job with them. And then sometimes that turns into friendship. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you just have to look at, at our working history, so to speak. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and how that's kind of developed and grown so uh, it always uh, it always makes me giggle a little bit when we talk about um you know oh well you, you and Sharon it's like yeah but we ha we have several different sort of hats that we put on uh, yeah. with each other so yeah. I am a paid up member of the trainer talk community um I yeah. was a trainer talk ambassador um which yeah. was a, a different rate and, and different things and different yeah. responsibilities that had the mastermind stuff I am a trainer talk local leader uh so you know that means obviously I, I am effectively part of your team in delivering trainer talk locals uh, and that kind of thing but that's that is a slightly different relationship because that's you know there's some commission involved and, and all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff yeah. um but also I have to sign GDPR things uh, and that kind yeah. of thing and then we've got the yeah. other relationship which is um uh, you know I do work for you so you are a client of mine insofar as the websites and and uh, getting some yeah. of that to work but then we're also business partners in other things like programs yeah. like the complete trainer uh, and that yeah. started with future fit last year and then last but not least of course we co-present this podcast so are we actually one and the same and it's like no we're not we have completely separate businesses it's just that because we have found um that you know we like working with each other we uh, have mutually um uh synergistic directions that we're going in I didn't yeah. mean to use such a big word there I'm very sorry <laughs> but it was just it was the only one my brain was giving me at that point um you know we we are going kind of in the same direction with, with what we're doing we we yeah. share a lot of the same values and the same outlook in, in what we're doing um so you know it's inevitable I think that we end up liking each other and being friends on top of everything else that's going on which is yeah. why even when we had our hiatus from the podcast in July last year after August normally we'd have started the podcast again we didn't but we still carried on chatting every Monday morning yeah. so you know which is kind of why we brought it back because it's like well if we're going to chat anyway we might just as well record it for people but it's it's one of those things where you know that makes it incredibly enjoyable to do the work because we're, there's this kind of mutual respect, mutual uh, like uh, in there. Um, we, you know, it's a, a good working relationship and that can be developed with, with other people. So I've done collaborations with, with other um, mainly trainer talk community members. Um, and that's great because, you know, you've already got that common connection and, and you can establish friendships. So, uh, again, I went to see Shelley on Friday, Christine Morrison, who is another person who I know uh, is in the community and listens yeah. to the podcast. She came down a few weeks ago to do some filming for for some e-learning um that uh, i'm yeah. helping her with and you know i've talked yeah. to um other people I won't name names because nothing's in stone at the moment but I, I have collaborated on a project with inga um uh, yeah. inga woodstra 
so it's you know it's great when you can work on those things and work with people that you respect and you like uh, as well and you can have a conversation uh, with them yeah. but I think we were talking before when we do anything to add on that before we sort no, of no, 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 that's fine, move yeah. on there is a kind <laughs> yeah. there is a kind of um is it a flip side I don't think it's a flip side but I think it is one of those things that people don't necessarily consider when they start to think of somebody as a friend rather than a client and that's this mm-hmm. idea of okay if they are a client of yours and you need a conversation which is basically along the lines of you can have that but you can't have that because it will cost more or you can have that but it will cost more or it'll be this much yeah. or my rates are going up or whatever it might be if someone is just a client that's one relationship but if they're a friend then i know that a lot of people have kind of they feel a bit different and a bit funny about having that yeah. kind of conversation with a friend so I think that's the point at which people can get into a little bit of difficulty because they aren't able to compartmentalize the different yeah, relationships say, that's exactly yeah. exactly so yeah. uh, I mean I always remember working in corporate I was I was at one point I was um, well at several points actually I was managing people that I was also friends with uh, but I didn't find it that difficult to compartmentalize to put into into boxes uh, the different types of relationships and luckily as far as I'm aware they've never told me otherwise the people that I was working with were the same they you know they understood if I was having a conversation with them as their manager or if I was having a conversation with them as a friend um yeah uh, and you know normally it was if we go out to lunch we're going out to lunch as friends if we're having a conversation in the office it's a conversation between a manager and a unless we're talking about what we're going to do at lunch or about what we're going to do at the weekend it's you know uh but I, I think it that can be something that can be a bit tricky for people so have we got any top tips that we can give people as to how to approach that sort of conversation well what was going through my mind uh as you were saying that was to to just sort of be you know just be really upfront and honest Mm -hmm. and and just open the conversation with this right okay now with this you know now we're still friends we're still gonna friends but what we're going to talk about now is a is it yeah is a big conversation yeah know so it's it's like and just so just put it on that footing so almost like you're you are doing the 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 compartmentalizing yes. for them, yeah right the yeah conversation yeah um and just just sort of make it clear because it, it it doesn't really or we shouldn't really have anything to do with it although i know it is it is very difficult and we do let our emotions yes in, you know get the better of us and you know i i would you know i find this difficult i have found this difficult because you kind of feel oh you know well that does that mean that, that i if i say this yeah. then they're going to be upset and then then it will damage the friendship now oh, i shouldn't be doing that because i'm not a very nice person and you know all this sort of thing but yeah. but by just putting it into context and just sort of saying you know this has nothing to do with with our with our yeah um our friendship that will continue we're still you know yeah. we're still going to be friends but i just want to have a business yeah. conversation yeah. with you yeah that's a really good idea a really good idea is making sure that you frame the conversation that you're about to have and um, about to have and about to have yeah that'll do yeah. or about to happen yeah. hmm. anyway yeah. i'm making up words today it's great yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah i think you're absolutely right framing it so that uh, everybody's on the on the same page about you know what sort of conversation you're about to have can can be really important i also think there's a there's an element of um 
responsibility on both sides. So if you are the client in that scenario, um, and I'm very lucky, uh, you and other people that I consider to be friends and clients are always very upfront about, yes, of course, I'm going to pay you for the work that you're doing. Do you know what I mean? It's it's not a, it doesn't feel like you're being taken advantage uh, of. Um, But you know, I will, I can have a conversation um, uh, with any of you and sort of say, um, you know, I know that I will get back from you. Well, how much is that going to cost? As opposed yeah. to, uh, you know, yeah. you just keep talking and telling me what you're going to give me. And, and then I'll, I'll force you to, to bring up the, uh, the pricing yeah. conversation. Because I think that's really yeah. unfair. Uh, and actually, if, if people do do that, then I don't think there is necessarily a friendship there, to be honest. There's not that in, yeah. enough respect there to, to do that. It's a bit like, you know, one of my best friends who I've known for, God, let's think about this, coming up for 30 years. Um, you know, she also is the person that I go to for my sports massages. Uh, and, right. yeah. you know, she charges what she charges. Uh, but... I always say to her, you're going to put your prices up. You're going to put your prices Oh, well, no, but put your prices up. Please let me pay you more because I know that other people are getting much more money, actually, for a lesser service. Um, But because it's not a main part of her business, her main business is actually teaching other people how to um, uh, do various different massage techniques and and holistic healing and that kind of thing. Um, uh, It's it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's well, that's that's my price. That's what I charge. It's like, yeah, but it's been that for the last 10, 15 years, you know think you're allowed to put your prices up if you want to um yeah uh, you know i mean i remember the last time she did put her prices up by fiverr it's like really okay (laughs) but it's sort of it's having that level of respect and understanding and friendship where it doesn't kind of doesn't matter if you're the client or you're the the supplier you know you can have that open relationship uh, uh, open conversation i beg pardon that can say you know i'm i think the price should be here and you shouldn't i'm i'm concentrating a lot on price there are other things that you might want to talk about as well but usually price is the one that gets most sticky for people i think isn't it yeah yeah absolutely i was just thinking about something else going through my mind i mean like emma uh you know emma williams was you know when when we first had to do trainers talk live as a virtual event you know so because she you know obviously she's a trainers talk member and she's part of the community, but, you know, but she's also like you, you know, she's also my friend. So, um, and, you know, she had the goodness of her heart said, you know, I want to help you and I'll, you know, come and basically yeah. virtually produce it. But then I turned around to her and said, you know, when we did it on the day, when we done that first day, I said, oh, that was amazing, fantastic. So make sure you send me an invoice. And she was like, yeah. Oh, well, what do you mean? I said, well, send me an invoice. Because, you know, that's it. You know, yeah, and that's because you, yeah, Yeah. it's the bit, the business part of it comes in to, yeah, she did it out of the goodness of her heart. But I wouldn't expect, because if she did do it, then I would have to pay somebody else to do it, wouldn't I? Yeah, exactly. 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 (laughs) Exactly that. Exactly that. It is, it's uh, it's that, you know, respect means that you have enough respect to say to somebody, uh, you know, let me pay you for this. Now, if they then refuse... That's a whole different thing, right? She didn't. No, of course she didn't. Quite right too. Quite right too. But, you know, I mean, there, there would have been time. There would have been a time, I think, for all of us before. And you and I have both done a lot of work on money mindset and, and all that kind of thing. There would have been a time when it would be, no, 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 don't pay me, don't pay me. Um, uh, because it felt it felt icky. 
to take payment for doing something yeah. that you want to do out the goodness of your heart. And I think most trainers are those sorts of people. We do it because we love it because we want people to have the knowledge. And it's kind of, oh, now I've got to ask for money and I don't like doing that bit. Uh, and it's yeah. getting over that hurdle um, is just a massive leap forward for you in business uh, is, you know, being able to have money conversations is a huge yeah. thing. Uh, and it really catapults you forward. But there, there is always, yeah. you know, a, a time and I'd have been exactly the same. It's like, no, no, I do it because I enjoy doing it. And I want to help you because you're my friend. Like, yes. Yeah. But as your friend, exactly. I am telling you, yeah. take some money for it. Um, it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. 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 All righty. So anything to record for the Dog Walking Digest this week? Really? Uh, Jem's uh, yeah, just been uh, plodding along as usual, you know, with her tree walks today. But I, w- I was thinking, actually, that... Uh, Next week's going to be really funny because uh, I I think I will be relegated. We won't be seeing Jen in here next week when we are recording the podcast because she will be firmly attached to another person's lap. Of course she will. (laughs) Of course she will. Her boy's coming home. So how could she possibly be anywhere else? Oh, my God. That will, yeah, won't get a look in. Uh, I can assure you of that. <laughs> so. oh, oh, bless. No. Well, she's going to the groom on, um, on Saturday, so she, she'll look all nice for him as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how marvellous. How marvellous. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's not a huge amount going on. Scampy joyed, obviously, his holiday at his grandma's, so uh, yes. took him up on Thursday, and I didn't go back there until Sunday afternoon, uh, Saturday, sorry, afternoon. Um, and uh, he was, I mean, Copper was very excited to see me as well, which was uh, very uh, interesting. Uh, he did that old thing, I mean, you know, with uh, with Spaniels, where they get so excited that they don't just wag their tail, they wag their entire backside. Um, and uh, so that was quite funny to, to see, but so he was generally he was okay um he did he was very brave he came and sat on the sofa with me even though my brother was sat on the sofa as well and and this this was a big step big step he didn't didn't want him to look at him or touch him or get (laughs) but i will sit here and uh, you know vaguely acknowledge your presence to to the left of me which was you know that was fine that was fine um i just have had some some really sad news my friend has um just had to uh put her dog to sleep which is really sad um he um uh, yeah, I mean, he he was uh, getting getting on anyway. Um, uh, bless him. But she also she lost another dog earlier this year um, uh, as well, uh, which is uh, very sad indeed. Um, but uh, Nashi, um, bless your heart, mate. Fly free over the rainbow bridge and uh, and all that. He was a, a beautiful doglet. But uh, yeah, he did. Uh, um, I think he took a fall last week and didn't really recover uh, from it. Um, so uh, yeah, so. Love and hugs to you, Camilla. I know you don't listen to the podcast, oh, but bless. love and hugs anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, see. Any more for any right. more? I don't think so. I think we are done for this week. Yeah. So brilliant. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh have a great week if you know you know where we are, if you want to reach out to us, and uh we'll see you all again. Indeed, take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.